viu rico namorar pobre? Hello, everyone. What Hello. So I have everyone's two favorite people here with me. Shane Howell, Sherry Thompson. How does it feel to be local celebrities? Local to where? Local, I guess. To Midtown, to Atlanta, <laughs> no. to Georgia. Well, to you know what? I don't even want to say local because Sherry's from, my, from Miami was looking for us. Shout out Dan Suarez in LA who was like, where is the episode? I had a friend in London ask me about it. Oh. Right. Just kidding. You're a wow. bitch for that. <laughs> but maybe. Get maybe out. one day. Well, maybe, yeah. Probably not, though. It's okay. Well, either they way, I'm so sorry anymore. that I failed you guys, and I didn't put the episode out soon enough. A bitch was on vacation, spending time with her mom, getting some sun. Enjoying a birthday. Enjoying my birthday. That's right. Yeah. That's bitch. right. 27th heaven, baby. Back in baby. your home turf. Felt good, huh? It did. <laughs> it felt so good to be back on my home turf. 27, isn't that like your age? 30s? Shut Isn't the fuck age? up. I will kill I'm you guys. You. <laughs> anyway, it feels good to be 27. I feel so accomplished. Getting prettier by the minute. Also getting fatter, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Listen, thick is all the rage. Thick is all the rage, which is why I'm kind of still riding this wave. Like, I'm like kind of excusing myself because I'm like, you know, a little slim thick. A slim thick turns into thick thick. And um, then you're like, okay. Let me tell you, thick is not all the rage in gay culture, though. Oh my God. It's not. Really? Thin is all the rage. Slim gyms. I'm starting to look a little thick for the gays. Oh my like, gosh! <laughs> no. Simply because I have a slight little pudge. You have no pudge. You look so You look so perfect. For those of you who cannot see the way he looks, this man is a god. Oh wow. Alright. So <laughs> after so much anticipation, I'm so proud to announce. Sherry Timid Thompson is our royalty for the week. Fucking finally. Finally dubbed. I was like, what do I have to do? Setting old white men straight. Right. How does it feel? Do you want to give a speech? Um, I'll give a speech during the royalty segment. How about that? Great. Okay. Great. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for you. I know that you really wanted this. I did. Um, And finally, it's happening for you. So Next to world peace. Winning royalty. Like, that's, that's where I'm at. Royalty first, world peace second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so In that, that I order. So sit my tea as I watch the peace. Right, happen, exactly. Because you can't even enjoy the peace if there's, like, turmoil yeah, in the world. I true. feel that deeply. All right, so we are going to talk about a couple things that happened this past week, as usual. Um, one of those things... However, first off, can we... Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's talk about some stuff that maybe we um, consumed this week or really enjoyed or watched or listened to. Anybody have anything? Okay, Barry. I do. This is uh, my, I guess, royal espresso shot. We'll call it that. Okay. Um, So I saw yesterday that Mr. Ratburn from Arthur came out as gay and got married on the 22nd season Wait, for Arthur. Arthur. Holy shit. Yeah, yes. yesterday. So cute. I and love it. It's this whole thing because all of his students thought he was getting married to this like really horrible woman that he went to the store with. And they were like, no, they're trying to stop the wedding. They find out it's his sister and they walk down the aisle together and one of them winks at everybody. It's like, <gasps> So Wait, cute. That's so cute. I so know. cute. Wow. Progression. Yeah. That's, I love that. That's my little like espresso that. shot. Um, I, if, I just wanted to say, if you guys have not been watching Chernobyl on HBO... I started watching it. It is phenomenal. So good. It is so good. Like, it is one of the most intense things that I've watched I was going to so say, long. I feel so much, like, anxiety watching it. One of my coworkers this morning was like, yeah, I watched it this morning before I came into work. And I said, how do you start what? your day with Chernobyl? <laughs> it literally, I watch it and it ruins my night. I'm ready to go to sleep. Like, and it's I'm a true crying. story. Like, yeah. and that's the thing. And it's, what's crazy too is that we don't... This isn't a story that I'm super familiar with, and I don't know anyone who knows a whole lot about Chernobyl, but yet it is literally, like, the biggest man-made disaster of our time. It's and it's insane. absolutely crazy. Like, And the amount of innocent people that were affected by this is, like... will continue to be affected. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's brilliant, fantastic writing, fantastic directing, fantastic cinematography. Oh, my gosh. Like the acting around, is great, too. Yeah, all around, it's a masterpiece. Get I agree it. with that. Oh, wow. So, I started listening 
to um, a podcast series. I've listened to it before, but every now and then I wasn't really like a religious listener. But for those of you who do not listen, it is called Crime Junkie. It is so good for those of us out there that have a strange obsession with murder, like me. I'm like so obsessed with murder. Like I cannot at all like let it go. Um, Crime Junkie is so good. It's a new episode every week. And some of them are like people who are missing, people who were murdered. And they cover some like really crazy stories that were pretty popular. Um, It's wild. Is it historic or current? Like some of the, it's just a mixture of things. Like some of it is like cases from the eighties or like really current cases that are still happening. It's really good. I recommend it. I was like on the edge of my seat and I'm an idiot because I was listening to it on the plane, like on my midnight flight back to Atlanta. A bitch was shook. When I got off, I was looking at everyone like a suspect. I was like (laughs) clutching my purse and running through the freaking (laughs) terminal. Like I was scared. I literally was scared. I was like, any one of these people can freaking slit my throat. So don't want, don't listen to it at night, but definitely listen to it. It's super good. Have to check out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so do you guys know who Aisha Curry is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. For our listeners, Aisha Curry was involved in a bit of a snafu, if you will, this past week. So she was on Jada Pinkett Smith's Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk. And basically what happened was she was talking about what it means to be married to Steph Curry, one of the most famous NBA players in the history of the world. And she made a comment about how um, her husband is always getting all this female attention and how she kind of doesn't feel like that is flipped and she doesn't get the attention she wants from men. This caused a huge uproar on social media. In fact, I had multiple group chats going where people were debating this, going back and forth about this topic. And I don't know. I kind of see both sides, but like, not really. And in what way? Like, what side are you leaning to? So I'm leaning towards Aisha's side. Like, I just feel like people really blew this out of proportion like it's really not the big of a deal i think as women we have insecurities and she didn't say that and i I think she's totally justified in the way that she feels let me go ahead and say that i think that being a woman and being putting having so much value placed on the way that you look it can be a little disheartening when you aren't receiving the response that you would like to get and it's unfortunate that we are judged so much based on the way that we look but it's just that's the fact like me personally i felt it like if i'm not getting like male gaze when i'm walking down the street i'm like okay i look hideous today (laughs) like it's a fact because on a normal day baby i set my big toe (laughs) out the front door and every man on the block is trying to trying to call my name so i understand her feeling it does make you feel kind of insecure like is there something wrong with me am i ugly like i I don't know there's also um in regards to the relationship itself I feel like you start to feel like you're not worthy of the relationship that you're in if your partner is getting all the attention that you're not getting. It almost makes it feel like it's it's easier to play the whole like what if game in your head and overthink things whenever all of these like beautiful women are hitting on him but yet you're not getting hit on by men. So like are you worthy of that? And like is he going to feel like you're not worthy of that? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think like in that regard like I've been there. Like I know what that's like. And I think every that's the problem is that everyone that's coming at her for this like for one I don't understand why it's a big deal. It it's not your business, so who cares? But right. like everyone has felt that. Everyone has felt jealousy or insecurity and it just manifests itself in different ways. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that Honestly, most of the people who are coming after her were men. No surprise there. I think that men have a fragile ego. And some of them were so offended by the fact that she would want to even be noticed by other men. But, like, why? Why is that so offensive to you? Like, people were like, oh, I'll never marry me and Aisha. You tell a girl a million times that she's the most beautiful girl in the world. And she's still looking for attention from other men. It's like, okay, let's not be so simple in the way that we think. And can you be told the same thing? Like, on the reverse side of that? Like, nobody, if you ask anyone, like, do you want people, like, to look at you and think that you're attractive? No one's going to go, no. Exactly. I'm in a relationship. Right. Like, no. I don't care. Only my husband should think I'm attractive. That is not the case. yeah. Sorry. Um, I really enjoy... So, first of all, I feel badly for Aisha because every time she says something in the public, 
The public comes after her. When her father was arrested at a game that happened, even though she had every right to be upset because, you know, her father just got arrested, I think it's come to the point where Aisha Curry has be- has become villainized. She has. In, in terms of being Steph Curry's wife. That's the first thing. Second thing, like, I really feel badly for her because she was a bombshell before she had kids. And she still is. It's just she's been pregnant for about five years straight. You know, your hormones are out of control, number one. Your body completely changed. There's so, a stigma with women who have been pregnant. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that's how I feel. I haven't had any kids. It makes me scared to have kids. That's the type of stuff that causes PTSD. And it's it's just, it's sad that she can't come out and be honest about what she's saying. And Steph backed her. He said, I, I back my wife. She didn't say anything that was offensive to me. And I think she's beautiful. And I appreciate him for saying that because all these men... They don't have girls that said all this. I wouldn't marry me and Aisha. You wouldn't marry anybody. There's no one knocking on your door. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody. Hello. (laughs) And that's the damn truth. Like, it really made me... And unfortunately, I feel like now, Red Table Talk might get a rap because that's where Jordan Woods, her story broke. Now we have Aisha. Like, I feel like it's now Red Table Talk is going to become villainized as well for black women being honest. Well, and I love Jada Pinkett Smith and the platform that she has with Red Table Talk. I watch that show like pretty much religiously. It is so great. The things that they talk about are such important topics that like as black people, we need to discuss things like addiction, things like molestation and sexual assault within the black community, things like sexual orientation. Like these are things that need to be discussed. And I'm sorry, Aisha saying that she wouldn't mind if a man looked her way every once in a while is really not that offensive. Like if you were that offended by that, like you're just a weakling in my opinion. Yeah. And it's so frustrating to me because I kept reading people being like, her husband makes millions of dollars. It's one of the highest played player paid players in the NBA. Like you can never do enough for these people. Okay. Let me make this abundantly clear. Just because you make millions of dollars and you can afford to give me the lifestyle that I want. Doesn't mean that you're giving me everything that I need. Period. There are broke niggas on the corner who can give a woman way more than rich men can. Period. They can. And it's because men have this, just like as women, unfortunately, we're valued for our looks. Men have this like skewed perception of reality where if they are providing for a woman, that's all she needs. That's not all. That... I can get a job and pay my own bills. It's really not that serious. Yeah. That's not what I need you for. I need you to be a supporter and a partner. I need you to speak to my insecurities and lift me up. And if you can't do that simply because you're paying the bills, then you deserve to be single. And here's another thing. I completely understand where Aisha's coming from because when did she become a matron? That's what's pissing me off. Aisha's she's 30. 30 years old. Like she, she's a matron. Like that's how people look at her. Like she's mm-hmm. like the she's like the Jackie, the Jackie O. So that means he can have a Marilyn. That's kind of what she's trying to get at. Here. Yeah, but she wants to feel like she's a Marilyn because she is. That's that's the truth. It's like why is it that to be a wife I have to be matronly? Hell no. Let me tell you one thing. I'm gonna be buck wild because that's how I am now. And when I get married, I'm gonna be buck wild too. I just need to find someone who can I can be buck wild with together. Right. And that's the damn truth. I really don't think it is that deep. I think that she voiced her insecurities. As women, it's important for us to be honest about the way that we feel. Because I doubt she's the only person who feels that way who's mm-hmm. married. I'm not married, but I felt that way before. But I'm sure there are plenty of married women who are nodding their heads like, yes, girl, I Everyone's understand. Everyone's felt it. Everyone's felt it to a sense. Like, it, it happens anytime. I don't know anyone who's ever not been... If you've been in a relationship, then you understand relationship insecurity. It's a it's a thing. Like right. ev- you're, everybody goes through it. Ugh, yep. Whatever. It's so frustrating. And I feel like whenever women in general have an opinion about something that is like out of the norm, people freak out and try to rush to shove them in this box. It's like, and I appreciate Aisha. She straight up was like, I said what I said period. If you have a problem with that, you need to go to a psychiatrist. Like something's wrong with you. And that's my opinion. And I respect her for that. And people were like, oh, like she should be apologizing. No, she shouldn't. The lady said what she said. You can either take it or you can leave it. And at the end of the day, she is married and has a family. So she really doesn't give a shit about what you think about her period. Facts. Well, the fact that it, it's it's also a, a mirror because it, you, you've got like for all the people who are saying like, oh, I wouldn't want to get me an Aisha because of this, blah, blah, blah. Like you right there are displaying your own insecurity that you want to be looked at. Right. That, like and that mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be jealous if you were in a relationship with someone like Aisha and she's getting 
like looks on the street and that's what she wants and she wants people to look at her then you're going to feel insecure because right. you don't think that you're worthy of that and then you're right. going to feel like oh why aren't people looking at me that way right and it's going to mm-hmm. happen but like everybody is so closed-minded and everybody jumps onto the bandwagon if right. i were a man i would i would want what aisha just asked for because i want someone who's banging i right. need to be with someone who everyone does a double take with and be like haha it's mine and see that's how i feel at the end of the day right. right when people look at my man i'm like that's right honey you can look but you can't touch because guess who's paying for this meal guess who's swiping this card guess who's driving me home like period you can be jealous if you want and i want you to at the end of the day i'm like how insecure are you that i i just i want i want you to look at who i'm with and be like okay i want you to stare at our table and give me side eye like oh she yeah. doesn't deserve him i want you to look at both of us i want yes. you to look at both of us i sure do they chose each other they That's sure did and say. you're left out honey <laughs> Well, I mean, I think, Aisha, you're probably not listening to this. I know you're not. (laughs) But, Aisha, we are here for you. And I just want to add a side note. Aisha's Caribbean. She's Jamaican. You guys know how I feel about that. Like, I'm always going to stand by my Jamaican people. I feel like (laughs) that's the only thing I care about, honestly. That and Taco Bell. Like, if I'm being honest, the two things I care about most in this world. But, Aisha, I'm with you, girl. Don't let the haters get you down. If it doesn't bring you joy... Toss it out the window. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we will be back after a short break, and we're going to talk about the Bachelorette premiere. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> All right. We are back. So Monday night of this week, the Bachelorette premiered. One thing everyone should know about me, it is the trashiest thing, I know it, but I am obsessed with the Bachelor franchise, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor, Bachelorette, I don't care. I Yes, I am a well-respected actor, respected by myself, but I don't care. I love trash TV. I think it is so interesting. The Bachelor, though, is like the epitome of reality TV, though. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. really is. Like, Absolutely. It hits all the points. It has, it's, it makes for a really great Monday wine night. It does. And it's just so damn entertaining. Like, watching grown adults hysterically cry over who is quote-unquote here for the right reasons. Like, I can't. I can't. It's my favorite thing ever. So, Hannah B. is this year's Bachelorette. She's a 20-something from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And the only words I've heard her say probably this entire time that she's been involved in the Bachelor franchise is Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Was she on The Bachelor? Yeah, she was. She was? Okay. And honestly, I was surprised that they picked her to be The Bachelorette. She was not very popular. The Bachelor didn't end up picking her anyway, despite that, just because she was, like, nuts. Which Bachelor season was it? Colton. Oh, Oh, she was on Colton season? Yeah. She was on Colton season. Okay, Where so... Where they make a virgin joke every week. I know. Like, I'm like, first of all, no one believes that he's a virgin. I'm sorry. I'm not believing it. He was an NFL player. The first time I saw him and someone said he's a virgin, I said, that's a fucking lie. Exactly. <laughs> I said, no, he's not. That's the network feeding me lies. Absolutely not. You don't get to that's that level... That's feeding the narrative. Exactly. You don't get to that level of fuckboy by being celibate. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have practiced, like, quite a bit. Okay, so Hannah B... Her season started off with a bit of it was a it was interesting. I won't say it was like a a bang. There were a couple highlights. Um, these contestants though, there's one that looks like OJ Simpson. <laughs> oh no! Literally, goodbye. He does. <laughs> I can't. They are this one. I just I have no words. Like, look at that subtle ugly smile. Like that's the wait. The can I read their like job lines? Those are my. They're favorite not things. on here. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the crowd favorite from the episode before the episode even finished airing people were tweeting about this dude his name was i think matt donald he's a medical device <laughs> salesman he's so hot yeah he is hot um super hot best thing about him and you know the bachelor eats up a backstory his family is almost entirely deaf so they go to his home and they're like interviewing him to give you his backstory they make you fall in love with this dude like he seems so sweet so kind he's probably a cancer he's talking about probably talking about the the bachelorette with his parents they're like signing about the episode how they're so excited that he's gonna be there and he's gonna find love tell me why this girl cuts him the first episode 
<laughs> he was the only person that I saw that I was like, oh, he, I, I would definitely like see myself dating him. Being she cut literally, the first episode is literally only reserved for the people that you never even get to see. Like you literally, <laughs> you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that person was on the show. Like, right. Like, please give us justice for Matt Donald. He was so cute. He'll be the next Bachelor. It's already <sighs> set, I'm sure. He like, won't. He li- he was on the first episode. They're not going to pick him to do the first you Bachelor. If he He's continues to have already. the following though that he has, especially that throw him on Paradise, he will be the next Bachelor. They never do the backstory like that. I know. So and they're doing something with him. ABC has something planned for him. Oh my the God. The producer said, we're bringing him back. She like, literally they're... cut Matt Donald, the sweetest angel on planet earth, and kept this freaking wet blanket. Ew, what a <laughs> fuck boy. Look at him. John Paul Jones. Good His bye. name is John. Was he in the revolution? The American revolution? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. John Paul Jones. What a fuck boy. Literally and just look at him. The 90s called. They want their Perry Ellis back. Like this oh is my gosh. so atrocious. When I saw that she kept this, this used tissue and got rid of my boyfriend, Matt Donald. I was so pissed. Justice for Matt Donald. I almost was like, I'm not even watching this show anymore. Ridiculous. This is so stupid. He looks like he keeps, instead of like a handkerchief in his coat, a koozie. That's the type of <laughs> <laughs> Also, you can straight up look at him and through that shirt, you can tell like he is 100% an ectomorph. Like, entirely. Oh like, you can. Like, and you know that like that is the case. Like, and Yikes. The, go back, go back to, to what's his name? Matt or whatever. Matt Donald. Who literally, like you could look oh. at those pecs. Oh my you God. You could literally drink something out of them. He's like, a C cup at least. Like, this is what I call. Those are bigger than mine. Man boobs. He's so hot. Justice for Matt Donald. This is so upsetting. I'm so pissed. But there was drama. There, was, I don't even remember this contestant's name, but talk about the goat. This man showed up to this season of The Bachelor knowing he had a girlfriend at home. Again? Oh, my the girl. Isn't that I, what happened to Colton? No. It happened to some other He was contestant. in, like, an off on thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was in, like, an off and on. He had dated, like one of the a previous Bachelor contestant. Oh. And they were like, when did it? Well, when did you break it off? Do you remember whatever like, Nick Vile's season that one, that one yes! woman showed oh up and straight up was like, we slept together that one night, remember? And everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I literally <laughs> screamed and I was like, girl, do you think that was going to work? What because I feel so uncomfortable and so did Nick because he cut her that night. He, he said, clearly for No, he waited for a couple weeks. Because, oh, that's right. Because then like she told everybody and she was like, yeah, we fucked once. Like, oh, and then yes. Nick was like, it, like publicly in front of everybody was like, come here. Like, we're, yeah, we're going to have a chat. Like, you're, and we're not going to go in private. Like, this is not happening. Nick Vile was such a douche, but I would let him ruin my life. He is so hot to me. Like, I can't. Because didn't they, they did like a poetry thing. They, they did. And then oh, she, she, she got like, up admitted in front, front of everybody. And she was like talking about how like she had sex with him. And he was like, get out of here. That <laughs> like, was so humiliating. <laughs> like, the secondhand embarrassment wanted me to crawl out of my skin. Like, it was <laughs> awful. And those, let's not forget the resident douchebag, Demario, from Rachel's season. Okay. When <laughs> that girl pulled up at the gym after Sorry. they did that like basketball thing. And she was like, Demario, that's my boyfriend. Right. But we live together. I was like, oh my, oh my God. God. I the can't. The producers found someone in off the street and they said, we need you to come Yeah, please come in here and act like you live with him. Please, we'll pay you. We stole his we'll keys. Present them to him. Like, <laughs> it, was like oh. it was incredible. But this dude, on the first day, shows up. And, like, I the... Bros are, like, hanging out, joking about some, like, dumb shit, all drunk as usual. And they're like, yo, like, who, who, who would show up here, like, with a girlfriend? And, like, you just see this kid, like, sweating in the corner, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, like, that, like that Jordan Peele meme. <laughs> yes. <laughs> literally, it looks like he just got out of the pool. Literally <laughs> drenched like, in water. Like, but literally, still wearing all of his this kid is freaking <laughs> sweating in the corner. So then I don't even remember how Hannah finds out, but she confronts him about it, and it's like, Okay, so do you or do you not have a girlfriend? And this dude something said something so lame, like, that was yesterday, this is today. Like, some... Get out of here. You're just, no. <laughs> Goodbye. Something like that. I swear, like, that was Monday, this is Wednesday. Like, some shit that just made no sense at all. And this bitch literally... I She got some brownie points for me. She said, uh-uh, get up. It's time for us to go. And she just walked him out of the fucking house. <laughs> like, he was a fifth grader going Roll to timeout. Roll Tide. She literally said, uh-uh. Get your things. You're the tide and we're rolling you out of here. That's what she did. I am interested to see what happens this season. I really hate when a Bachelorette contestant is picked. It's like, okay, the Bachelor contestant, who cares? It's like, we've been watching that show forever. Like, whatever. They're all pretty much the same at this point. But the Bachelorette is like a really great moment to like pick a great kind of like 
iconic girl, you know, like Jojo Fletcher. I love that bitch. She's everything. She's beautiful. She was opinionated. She was intelligent, had a mind of her own. Rachel Lindsay, first black bachelorette. She was an attorney. Then we had Becca. And I was like, <laughs> I really hope this is a one-off. And then we got Hannah B. And I'm like, oh, so this is what you guys are doing now. Like, you just want to choose, like, totally uninteresting, like, low-key dumb girls to be on The Bachelorette. It's, like, not a very interesting narrative. It's I don't care. Because I'm like, you're going to make dumb decisions, like, keep John Paul John and get rid of the hottest man on the season with a deaf family. Like, what? That guy literally has three white names. Like, that's literally... John Paul Jones, John Paul John, whatever the fuck his name is. Who cares? (laughs) It's a tragedy. Are you guys going to watch? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Definitive, yes. I'll watch with you. You can come over. Oh, yeah. I usually do watch. I usually... I like doing Monday Night Bachelor Nights. It's my trashy night. So good. I love it. Yeah, I'll probably wait a little bit, watch three, take a hiatus, watch three more. Oh, they did show us, you know how they give you like highlights of the season in the first episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a beautifully neurotic, just like breakdown moment that I just can't wait. Neurotic or neurotic? Neurotic oh, okay. breakdown <laughs> moment that I cannot wait to see. Hannah B is in hysterics, hysterically crying, screaming, Jesus still loves me because I had sex. Oh, and I'm I, like, oh, I can't oh, wait. Oh, I love I this. I live for this. Apparently some douchebag's trying to like. Coming right off the virgin season. We have right, the trying to wow. sh- shame her for having premarital sex. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes, Roll Tide. This is what I came here for. <laughs> Crimson Tide, baby. Is that how we do things in Tuscaloosa? I guess so. Tuscaloosa. They don't call it that for no reason. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I just got that. (laughs) Ooh. Is it still premarital if it's with a family member, though? Oh, my God. I don't know. I guess we have to ask. My mouth is a gate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Florida. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not from your part of Florida. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't do that where we're from. (laughs) I'm basically from southern Alabama in Florida because, like, that's what the panhandle is, so. That's not the part of Florida I claim, so. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm excited to see what happens with Hannah B's season. If it's great, if it's horrible, I will still be watching. Don't care. I love this shit. It is so trashy and mindless, and I do nothing but laugh. It's like the Fire Festival. When you watch the Fire Festival documentary, you can help but enjoy all of these influencers crying about cheese sandwiches. That's exactly how I feel oh, when hilarious. I watch The Bachelorette in The Bachelor. All these people screaming about their luggage getting thrown out of a, like, fucking, <laughs> like, great. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's I, just a... One of my friends literally has a video of me drunk off of my ass, standing in front of the TV, yelling, what the Fuck Corinne back during like the Nick Vile season. Okay. Saying, Corinne, stop. She's like, from South Florida. Yikes. I know. Yikes. Yes. That's not the part of Florida that I claim. All right, we'll be back. Okay, so okay. Sunday's episode of Game of Thrones happened. And of course, once again, it was met with tons of criticism. A 49%. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I think finally we realized the type of people who watch Game of Thrones. Like, there's it's everybody. Everybody it is watches everyone. It's so. And it shouldn't be. And I think this is a learning lesson for the showrunners. Like, make a show for the upper 10% of people who can understand intelligent shit and just keep it moving. Or like better they, yet, who they actually have paid too, attention from the beginning. Right. Like, but they offer too much shit for the dumb people. Like, all the sex, all the, dr- all the violence. Like, that's why those people came, and there was so much of it that they were like. And now there's not anymore. Now they're yes. like, wait, now it's plot, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. Exactly. So let's can can we start talking about the plot for a second? Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So I had a lot of problems with last week's episode, not because it was bad, but because I was confused about where they were going. Which episode? Right? Last week. The one that so, just happened. Um, I'm sorry, not this past week. The, the week before. Oh, yes, okay, the okay, week before. Okay. After and the Battle of Winterfell. Yes, after the battle, battle of Winterfell. Because I was confused, not because I was confused as a viewer, I was confused as someone looking into the future. Like, where are you guys going with this, right? This episode is what I was waiting for. And I enjoyed that it happened. I'm sad that it happened, but I love that it happened because it tied a lot of bows and fixed a lot of loose ends. Like when they were celebrating, there was something ominous about the celebration of not this past week, the week before its episode. And I love that we found out why, because even I, I was telling you guys 
why was the Night King, why is he so influential? And then he was killed so quickly, but for what? This episode answered all of that for me. Yeah. All of it. I agree. And I appreciated them for that because, yeah. It's what, like, Game of Thrones does best and has always done best, which is presenting you with plot twists that have been there all along. Yes. That you have just chosen to ignore or you've chosen to like go you the don't other way. You, you go the direction that the story is telling you to go with it. Where mm-hmm. you're saying like, oh, Daenerys is the hero. She's like doing all this stuff. Upon further reflection, you go back to it. This, she's done this from the beginning. Literally, like how many times, how many clips of people sort of who have been defending it who have been like, from the beginning, she's been talking about how like, I'm going to take what's mine with fire and blood. That is the Targaryen line like and that's where literally like everything like from the very beginning she's doing been doing nothing but like destroying she's gonna destroy cities she says that and like now that she's done it especially in a in a in a way that makes total sense like she has literally had her best friend taken from her both of her dragons have two of her three dragons have been killed off like she's lost her protector she's losing her allies nobody's listening to her anymore she and lost her claim to the throne Let's lost her claim that. to the throne after she already said like I, like and she she went north to help to help them fight the white walkers that was her thing and now none of that has been repaid to her of course she's gonna snap and she certainly did and snap. she absolutely did i'm sorry that moment she had where the bells were ringing and this bitch was snapping out i was like Amelia Clark was fantastic. I'm in that. scared. Like, in that moment, she was so good. She like, was so great. You can just read it all in her face that you know, it, like this this idea of like you know what, like you don't fuck you, like you don't you don't get to get out right. like this. Like, and I, I, yeah, yeah. And conversely, I loved for the first time we saw Cersei afraid. Oh yeah. Yes, she was terrified, and I, it was honestly almost hard to watch because yeah. it's like watching this character that you know being so strong for so long it like made me scared i'm yeah. like if she's afraid so then yeah, i'm fucking be. afraid like i don't know what's gonna happen that shit was wild i'm sorry i did have a moment where i burst out laughing when the hound when she in the mountain she walks by and she like slips by and runs like, <laughs> <laughs> when he killed her hand whenever she should have killed kyburn yeah like threw oh his my god literally crushed him against the rock he's like, like shut up Literally, when this girl literally said, um, excuse me, pardon me, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna squeeze right by. (laughs) I burst out laughing. I commend you. I was crying. I can't. Um, also too, as far as like controversy goes, like Cersei's death has been facing a lot of controversy. And I will say like when, like Cersei's one of my favorite characters. She always has been. And so when I was watching it live, for me at first, like when it was happening, I was kind of like, like I was disappointed that I was like, shoot, like I wanted... I wanted her death to be more satisfying in this. Mm-hmm. I did want that. But then, like, literally, as soon as it was over and I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? Like, her character is so keen on, like, quote-unquote poetic justice. It's been mentioned multiple times in the series. Like, there is nothing more poetic than the Red Keep literally crashing Crumbling. down on top of her. Yeah. Like, that is the most poetic that it gets. And so, like, I love it. I think that's the only way that she could go out. And then, like, on the same way with that, like, with Jamie, like, I think that's probably facing almost as much criticism as Daenerys is because people were mad about character arcs not being fleshed out like they should. Like they should, quote unquote. And my thing is... Game of you're Thrones, not a writer of you're Game not a of writer, Thrones. And also, you know who else's character arcs could have been more fleshed out? Ned Stark. Right. Oberyn Martell. Right. Rob Stark. Princess Shireen. Like yeah. all these characters, like the character arcs don't get to be fleshed out. And that's where like it, it comes down to like, you know... People talk about how, like, Game of Thrones has lost its sense of, like, humanity and, like, what the the characters... Like, it's become all about Flash and, like, CGI. And that's, like, all I've heard people saying. And my thing is, like, honestly, Jamie going back to Cersei is the most human reaction in that entire episode. Truly. Like, and I feel Daenerys like, And want for revenge right. was... 100%. Also, and Jon's need to, like, save the people of this... Of- yes, of King's Landing yes. as they're There's about so to die. There's so much humanity like, in the episode, and there has been. How much more like, human does it get? Arya begging this little girl to come with her because she so she doesn't die. Human? Like it's what? Fantastic. Are, what? Are his brother people, and sister. These people really think that because they're watching the greatest show on TV that it gives them like 
a right to be like a film critic. And it's like, sweetie, no, you were still watching the shittiest of TV shows thinking that they're Emmy award winning shows. Just because you watch this one good show does not mean that you know everything about well, television. Because you're, it's a different narrative. It's a different yes. type of storytelling. It's not following the same method as all these other shows, which is what makes it good. Yes. It's what makes it, it's what has set it apart from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's, and for, you can really tell these people aren't critics whenever they're saying they're just all they're stopping their critiques at is like this is garbage this is trash this is like such a low point for the series it's a 49 percent. it's really disappointing and it's like you know that is such a slap in the face to all of these people who have worked on this series and like how exciting it must have been to get to like imagine how many interns like are working at like the studios like getting to be like a part of like game of thrones like final season and yet you like, this is such a slap in the face to all the work that's gone into it. And this season has been stunning. I agree. It has been... And that's my thing is that, like, all these people complaining about it, you, you can tell me that you're really watching the past three episodes sitting there without your jaw dropped for the majority of it, just at how yeah. beautiful it is. Regardless of if you have critiques with the storyline, which I can Yeah, I can we accept. all have I'm our like, critiques. Yeah, of course, have your critiques, but you can't... You don't have the right to call it trash. Right. You don't have the right to call it garbage and to criticize it on like a very basic general level. Like be Especially specific if you're gonna when be all angry. you've done with your life is post a Facebook status a day for the past 12 years. Like, Ooh. bitch, that's not an accomplishment. Come okay, get a hobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, you, you're not active on Facebook anymore. anymore. That wasn't for you, girl. Ooh. That wasn't for you. Well, I, I will say this. I was very concerned last week. I, I said that they fumbled. And it's... Now, I rescind this week because I was very concerned that nothing would be closed out. Um, and they're doing it. I now have renewed faith that they know what they're Good. doing because I, after, like I said, I watched this together. So I truly saw the true trajectory of everything in real of the last two seasons in real time. So things were not connecting for me and I was the one who should have seen it. Cause I saw it all together. Right. Right. Now is when everything is coming together, mm-hmm. especially with the hound. When the hound saw, when he was with that guy who was brought back by the, the Lord of Light. Oh, very. Um, yeah. Um, and he said, all I see is fire, fire mm-hmm. everywhere. And everyone's consumed by fire. This is what he saw. He saw this mm-hmm. episode. And he knew he was going to die by fire because he saw it. Right. That's why he said to Arya, you're, if you go up here, you're going to die like me. Because he knew that was his fate as soon as he looked into that fire Right before he went beyond the wall. Bran, back in season four, when he touches the white, the the tree for the first, the white tree for the first time, he see the first thing we see is a vision of a dragon shadow flying mm-hmm. over King's Landing, and everybody, all of us have assumed that is from the past. It's from mm-hmm. the Mad King's era, mm-hmm. bitch. It's from the Mad Queens. Like, yep. I my one critique for the episode, I don't like when Game of Thrones does this, and I don't know what the reason for it is. I think that a lot of times they rob us of those satisfying deaths. Like, Ramsey. Yes. Like, how many times do we watch... Like, literally, we watch Prince Oberyn's head get squished to a pulp. Like, yeah. Like, Joffrey turned completely purple. Yeah. But, like, okay, Ramsey died, and it, like, cut to black. Like, yeah. the hounds run in, cut to black. I agree. Cersei and Jamie died, cut to black. I'm like, can I see something? Mm-hmm. Because you gave me all these other people that I, like, was remotely interested in. Like, watching the freaking sand snakes die a miserable death i'm like I but i don't get to see what happens to stannis baratheon like that was that was my critique last week like i feel like they don't have much time left like we said so they are literally having to cut to black but they always do that they've done it with stannis they did it with ramsey they do it every now and then and i just don't know the reason for it like mm-hmm. it's clearly a choice i just don't know yeah what yeah. the reason well, is that being said i think we're clearly not done yet. And I bet next week we're going to get to see that. Like, next week, it's going to be the last episode. And I bet it is going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah. And I can't wait. Same. I'm so excited. And I there's going to be some major deaths next week. There has to be. Because at this point, like, you've got Daenerys who cannot... She can't live she, at this point. She can't. And if she does, she has to kill everybody else. And so everybody's going to be trying to kill everyone. And I... Yep. I won't be surprised because she's still got followers with her between Grey Worm and the Unsullied and her army and like the two Dothraki she has left. I bet right. Which where'd they come from? I thought they all got taken out, but right. I will say. But um, I I'm wondering if next week I feel like she is going to execute John or Tyrion, if not both of them, and 
I I think that's something that we're going to see. Like, I feel like we're going to see that. All right. What's your prediction, Sherry? My prediction, listen, this show falls on Bran. I know, <laughs> I know Bran has been contentious because Bran just sits there. But since, what is it, season one, season two, when he got pushed off of that uh, tower. Very first episode. He sees too much and he always has. And that's been his damn problem. Mm-hmm. And she's going to kill, like the... Like, the Night King tried to kill him because all people, people are animals. What they, what sets them apart is their memory. Bran is literally the memory. Bran was the one who told, uh, John that he was a Targaryen. She's mm-hmm. pissed at Bran. She goes, Oh, your brother, she's going to kill him. She's going to kill Bran. Cause then she can start. She's, um, you said this to me off the air. You said she is the long, she's the king. true long night. She's the true long night. It's her. Like, so she's going to kill Bran. My prediction is that Sansa and John are going to link up. John already saw the weakness in Daenerys. She's a psychopath. He sees that now. And I, my thing is Sansa's going to convince him, like, she's got to be stopped. We've got to do something about this. I don't see Sansa living just because Daenerys did mention that thing last episode. Where she was like, your sister really betrayed me and betrayed the throne. So Sansa's going to put that nugget of knowledge in John's brain. John's going to have to fuck some shit up. Because he's going to avenge his and sister, is we've my already, thoughts. I think we've already seen that look on his face whenever he's watching it all happen, yes. too. Like, he knows what he is going to have to do. Yeah. It's inevitable. Like, I think the pushes, she's going to fuck with Sansa. I think she's going to kill her or something. Just to, because Daenerys she's is not... going to kill someone big next week. Yeah. It's going to happen. And I think that that's going to be the catalyst that makes John do what he has to do. Um, I have two questions. They don't necessarily need to be answered, but it's this. Number one. Where do you think Arya's going to go next? Because she said she was not going to go back north, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, she said she was there to kill Cersei. I think her next job is to kill Daenerys. Because, like, well, she already killed she the Night King. King. You know what I mean? And there's that whole thing, too, about death comes on a white horse. Like, she right. gets on that white horse at the end of it and rides off. And- right. Yep. And, you know, that whole not today, that happened again. It's like, mm-hmm. I think she really is going to go back. She, she doesn't have to go back to Winterfell. She's going to go back to her place and get Daenerys. Number two, what did you guys think of Varys' death? I think, well, I mean, I think it was it was definitely, like, long time coming. And also, too, I, I also, he, he's, he was poisoning her, right? Yeah. Yes, okay, that's something we all, like, agree on, yeah. And that, to me, is, like, that was, I, I thought all that was pretty well done. Also, to start the episode off like that, like, also, what makes it, what I really liked about it, though, was that some of his last words were literally like, I hope that I'm wrong. And he wasn't. He wasn't. Varys was and one of my favorite characters, but, I mean, I'm happy with his arc. And I think that I he lived way longer than any of us expected him to, and he went out with a bang. Mm-hmm. All right, well, next week is the last episode of Game of Thrones. When I tell you I'm dreading this, like, I may not even watch it next week and just put it off and put it off and put it off so you that can. it can live in my heart forever. I know I can't. I just, I'm going to be so <laughs> sad when it's over. I've said this every week, but. Well, I remember man. I was concerned with the, the fact that I felt like the last episode needed to be, like, a lot of wrapping up. But here's the thing, with now where the direction's going, though, like, yeah. there's an hour and a half left. And honestly, if a lot of the characters are dead, you don't have a lot of wrapping up to do. You're wrapping right, up is yeah. killing them off. Like, right. And that's what I'm worried about next week. That they've, yeah. There's still so much left open. I think next week is going to be a lot. It's going to be a heavy, heavy finale. I'm going to have to be very saturated with any alcohol of my choice to watch next week's episode. Last thing. This time next week, we're going to be in tears talking about how our favorite show ended. However, I will say like one last thing like that... Something that really upsets me about this season is the fact that the reception that it's getting and the the hatred that everyone is, like, complaining about and stuff like that has truly, like, made me ready for this show to end. And I hate that. Oh, wow. I hate that I'm ready for Game of Thrones to end because I'm sick of defending it week after week. And, I like, my thing is, this, this was the final season of the biggest show in TV. This should have been a celebratory fun six moment. weeks yeah such a fun six weeks and honestly outside of the hour hour and a half that it's on every week it's been nothing but frustrating mm-hmm. because people are pissing me off and yeah. like and that's where like, I, I hate it like the some the quote-unquote the fans have ruined, truly ruined, it. ruined it in a way They're like it, it, fans, yeah. i'm ready for it to end because i'm just i'm yeah. so sick of hearing people tear it apart 
All right. Well, we will be back next week to talk about the final episode. Oh. But more cheerful things to come because royalty is coming royalty. up. Royalty. We'll be back. All right. We are back. And royalty, everyone's favorite segment, not mine because I lost last week, but Sherry, <laughs> you were the winner. Oh my goodness. Do you have any words for us? I am just, I feel like I'm not a loser anymore. I just. You are though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me take the crown from you at this moment. Thank you. Since I have the royalty, you passed it last week and here I stand, sit, wearing the little crown. Perfect. You look so cute in it. Mm. Anyway, um, I just, it just made me consider you need to get better stories, bitch, because (laughs) the the public doesn't like them. Listen, you're not playing with like some little bitches. Like you're playing with two messy, messy bitches over here. Heavyweight, messy champs. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to sip your game up, girl. You know who you're dealing with? (laughs) Well, you won last week, so you get to start this week. Okay. Um, so I have a little pre-royalty and then I'll go into my royalty. Beautiful. So first of all, I just want to, (laughs) to laugh really hard at Fox executives for canceling Empire. I can't. (laughs) The cast asked for Jesse Smollett to come back to the show. A couple weeks ago, they got renewed for two more seasons. So literally May 13th, May 13th, the executives canceled the whole show. They said, okay, no problem. Throw the whole show away. <laughs> Throw the whole show away. <laughs> this next season is our final season and we're going out with a bang. I literally They legit the... said cancel. <laughs> the they p- did. Uh, really, Disney probably canceled it. They were like, like we don't have all to- canceled. <laughs> yeah, Disney said, uh, we don't have time we for don't, this. We like, don't do this. Uh-huh. I have literally the Pikachu meme is my reaction. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that meme will never die. It's truly my Never. It's so good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So into my royalty. So this is a story about some antics that went on when I totaled my car. So a couple months ago, I was in a tiny fender bender when I was on the 85 North in Atlanta. If you know Yuck. about the 85 North where it connects to the 75, Yuck. it is clusterfuck. complete clusterfuck. Go right to go left, go left to go right. Yes. <laughs> Raise your hands, left foot up, right hand to the side. Absolutely. Do a spin, shake your booty. <laughs> get out of your car, get back in. <laughs> so I Chinese to, fire drill. Yes, literally. Like complete antics and shenanigans. So I was over by the HOV lane. Uh, the lane right next to it. And I needed to be on the complete opposite side of this nine way highway. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm trying to merge all the way to the right. But for some reason, for fucking no reason, like in Atlanta, the traffic is completely stopped in the left lane. I'm from Florida. Traffic doesn't stop unless there's an accident. There's never an accident in Atlanta that I can see. We're just going slow for fun. <laughs> so true. Like, <laughs> so true. The fuck are they? What is happening? Why are we stopped? Right. We just start driving for no reason. I'm like, what the I hell? I've never seen an accident right. happen yet. They're, they're exactly. all over the place. Right. No, it's, it's like, oh, we're, it's just Monday at 2 p.m. We're just going 30 miles an hour on the highway. What the fuck? Anyway, so all of a sudden, people just stop. And the car in front of me short stops. I'm like, oh shit. The person in the car with me was like, whoa, stop. I slam my foot on my brakes and I'm like, thank you so much. I look at this person. As soon as I look at her from the behind me, bang, which caused me to hit, hit the, person the person in front, in front of me. Mind you, I was stopped. So if I were going fast, we would have been completely crushed. So I have blood on me. I'm like, where'd the blood come from? Uh, everyone's fine though. We eventually moved to the side of the road. We're waiting for the police to come. Uh, cause we just, I'm sure if someone wanted to do a hit and run, they couldn't because there was so much traffic (laughs) in front and behind. Like we just had to move to the side. So we moved to the side. This little police officer comes out and she's this tiny little thing. And she's like, okay, tell me what happened. She's in the middle of taking her report. And all of a sudden we see her run down the highway. And oh I'm God. like, what just happened? Was this the Incredibles? Like, what the hell's I, going on? It, it basically was, it was like Frozone. <laughs> <laughs> so she, everyone's just looking at each other like, what? And all of a sudden we see some random person get out of a car on the highway and 
dart across the lanes. <laughs> oh like, my god. <laughs> this is coming from What's an exit. happening? The, like, this is a layperson, not the police. Then all of these cop cars pull up <laughs> behind them and, like, corner the car, and this person is running. I was like, are you on bath salts? What's going on? This ain't Miami. I right. I said, this is, I am not in the ghetto. We are in Buckhead. What is going on? This officer runs down. They slam this person to the floor. <laughs> this person is wriggling. They have other people running. The, the police officers are coming to get them. Do, 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 do. Everyone. And then all of a sudden, this person is in the car. And one of the cop cars that came after drives off. So my police officer trots back over to us. Oh <laughs> and she's like, she's like completely out of breath. And she goes, <sighs> Okay, so what were you saying? I said, oh my what? god! <laughs> that's bitch. my royalty. Bitch, what? That's hilarious. That is the most Atlanta shit I've ever heard in my like, life. Oh my god. Okay, Sherry, oh who do you god. want to go next? Um, you go next. Me? Yeah. All right. So once upon a time, I was a girl who was dating a boy, which I mean, it's not a very shocking statement. I'm a serial dater. For those of you who don't know, I, I will accept that title. I know who I am. It's fine. So once upon a time, I was dating a boy. We were dating for quite some time. All of my friends knew him. We spent all of our time together. We were always, he was always around my friends, gave nicknames to my friends, would hang out with him when I'm not there, met my family. Like we were cool. We were together for some time. Like I said. Um, he did get on my nerves every now and then because he would do annoying things like constantly be jealous. I would be at a restaurant, per se, and the waiter would be like, oh, can I get you some more water? I'm like, oh, please. I would love that. The waiter would walk away and he's like, so you're trying to fuck the waiter? I'm like, what? <laughs> um, no, I'm not at all. He also accused me of wanting to have sex with like the most heinous of people. And I'm like, oh, so you just think I'm trash at this point. Like, you don't see me as attractive at all if you think I'm trying to have sex with these random people. But whatever. So... Our relationship started to get a little bit rocky. I wasn't really into the fact that he was constantly so jealous of like literally any breathing human around me. And it was just annoying me. So I had tried to break up with him once before and he was like, no, I'm so in love with you. There's no way we can break up. I can't imagine my life without you. I want to marry you. We need to be together. And it was like the most dramatic of moments. And me being like, a young girl. I was like, still maybe still a teenager at this point. I was like, you know what? He does love me. Let's give it a try. No, bitch. Don't try it. Because you know that he sucks. So you should just broke it off right where it was and kept it moving. So I wise up, come to my senses. I was on a trip, actually. I was on a trip studying abroad. I was studying abroad in Rome. And... Get fancy. Oh, yeah. So fancy. Had a cute little Lizzie McGuire moment. It was great. Lots Wrote of, a Vespa. Except you weren't in eighth grade. No, I wasn't. So I'm like in Rome by yourself. I'm in Rome and I'm like, perfect. Enough distance between us that I can finally break this off. Like the second I get there, I basically am like, let's break up. Actually, no, I think it was right before I went. It was right before I went. I'm like, perfect. I'm about to leave the country. Let's break this off. So I remember we were in the car and I'm like, all right, this is great. I'm going to break up with him and I'm going to get out of Dodge. No one's going to be the wiser. So... We're in my car because this man did not have a car. This is like, <laughs> you had all the red flags. All the red flags. When you have all the red flags, no scrubs. You act like you're colorblind. Like, <laughs> like literally, I can't. So, we're in my car because this man didn't have a car, and I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up with him, and it is it's so insanely dramatic. Like he's hysterically crying. I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna really. He's gonna convince me to like stay with him because he's like so hysterical. Like, have you ever seen a black man cry? Like, it's very devastating. So I'm like, oh my god, it's like I feel like he's about to convince me. I'm like, no, man, stand your ground. You are not. You are not going to get back with him. You know, you do not want to be with him. Break it off. So I'm just like being a cold stone cold-hearted bitch and I'm like no we've got to break up you are not the person for me I'm not happy I don't want to be with you over and over again just jab after jab finally this man abruptly stops crying he's like <laughs> and just stops and oh, oh my like, god what a psycho when <laughs> I tell you I was like holy fuck oh, I'm about no, to die about like, to get murdered. I was scared so 
then he starts laughing and I'm like looking at him like what is funny like are you kidding me you're just hysterically crying talking about I'm the only person for you so so bad so he starts laughing and is like you know what this is actually great you know why and I'm like why I mean why is it great like all of a sudden my feelings are hurt like you were just crying (laughs) about me and then all of a sudden you're so happy that we're not together he's like this is great because I have something to tell you I'm like okay (laughs) what do you want to tell me he said we have to break up anyway because I'm married. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna crown oh you today. Like, I don't even want to go. And, and the, Hold on. So are you Eartha Kitt? Hold on. Are you, are you fucking Jack and Harry? So the fuck this, is this man tells me that he's been married the entire time that we were dating. In fact, he's been married since he was 18 because his girlfriend needed a green card and needed to stay in the United States. So he got married when he was 18 years old. She got what she wanted, was enrolled in college, started dating another guy, and he Holy hasn't fuck. seen her since. Holy and fuck. they're still married. Oh my God. Oh my Mor- God. Moral of the story, kids, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even, do, Google him. Did do you just background get out check. and go get on the plane? Like, I literally you... just said, get the fuck out of my car. Get like, on, are you get out of my get car. out of my car. Get out of my car. And he's like, are you mad at me? And I just like shut the door and it's, drove I'm off. I'm not even mad. I, I really don't even like. <laughs> and that's that. I have no, I have no words. <laughs> it is so bad. It is really so bad. That, you could have literally like told me you would pay me like $5,000 if I could guess the ending of that story and I never would have guessed that. Take well, my crown back. I'm Take it back. Take it off my head right now. All right, no. We still have one story to hear. No, Shame. forget Listen, it. I, I mean, honestly, forget it. But whatever, Yours, for okay. the sake of it. Here, okay. So mine's very quick. Basically, yesterday at work, I, one of my coworkers, he essentially like we, I have this problem with like, I just don't hear people talking to me. Like I really don't. Like I, I someone what? says something, someone says something and I go, what? Like, huh? <laughs> Say it again, like, and I don't. Have you seen the the like Tom and Jerry meme of like it's like, which one is it? Jerry's the Jerry's the, Jerry's mouse. the mouse. Jerry's the mouse. Where he, it's like me on the seventeenth time that I'm saying huh because I can't hear a fucking thing. Like that's literally me. Like I can't hear shit. So my coworker, we're at this. We have like a little like party thing for some of the uh, interns that we had that were graduating, and we're sitting there and there's music playing, and he leans over and he's all I hear is he's he said yeah what. <laughs> and I, I was like, what? And I was, and he like, oh, so I'm like, okay, one more time. And he tries to do it again. And I, I really like, he speaks perfectly clearly, but I just can't fucking hear. So then where were you? We were just like in the, like, we have like a game room at work. So we were just like sitting in there. We had like a speaker literally right in my ear. Game room? Yes. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. But anyways, so then he leaves, he goes away. He makes a weird face and then he walks off and I was like, what the fuck? So then he comes back literally five minutes later and he goes, okay, I, bruh, can I just like ask you, did you hear what I said earlier? And I said, honestly, no, I didn't. Like, I honestly, like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I really did not. Well, so what he, so he goes, okay, well, what I asked you, I don't remember what song was playing, but he goes, what I asked you was... Well, yo, whenever you hear the song in the club, do you say all the N-words with it, like, too? Like, during the song no. in the club? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said, yeah? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I couldn't fucking hear what he was saying. And you know how usually you just go, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whenever you can't understand what someone's saying, because you're like, okay, I'm oh never going to understand. And I don't want to say, huh, again. So I literally, my jaw dropped. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. I was like, oh, my God. No, I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, no, I literally, like, I I never do that. I never, like, please tell me you haven't already gone to HR. Like, I have not, I did not you say said, that. my two best friends are black. Keep in mind, I should say, this guy, if we haven't already told, this guy's black. Like, so, he's oh straight up asking me, like, god. and I was so embarrassed. And I was like, oh my god, no, no, no. Like, I literally have not said that. And he was like, okay, good. I I just wanted to make sure, because I didn't know how I was going to handle that. Oh but god. whenever you said that, like, I was just saying it as a joke. But then, like, you said yes, and... I didn't know what to say, so I walked off. And I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry that I couldn't hear you. Like, and so that's me. That is so that's embarrassing. That's my royalty. It was Ooh. highly embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. my God. For the podcast, definitely don't say the N-word. If you're not black, thank you. <laughs> please, that's all we ask. Like, please don't say the N-word if you're not black. Like, please oh don't. I don't care if it's in the song. 
Mute yourself. Don't say that. Agreed. I have to say, you guys are so fucking funny. Like, I literally listen to our own podcast and I cry laughing. I'm literally hysterically crying. When I'm editing this shit, I'm literally alone, like, hysterically laughing. Oh, man. You are two funny bitches. Thank two funny, messy bitches. Yes. Thanks. Messy. We're the, uh, what are, the T-Toffs. Yes. The tea toss. <laughs> the toss. The broke baddies. <laughs> the broke baddies. <laughs> Listen, bitch, I'm a toff. I don't know about you. All right. Well, that is this week's episode. If you haven't already, please, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We have a review now, no, and it's a glowing me. review. I and submit some write-ins. Submit yeah, some submit write-ins. some write-ins. So now we have an email. We're so official. Wow. So if you liked in episode two, I think it was, where we talked about one of our listener stories, Send in a story. If you have something you want us to chat about and you want to pick our brains, our new email address is saylatipod at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, find us on social, saylatipod on all of those different social channels. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.